0: I don't want I do to be a baby. to be a baby. I
1: Welcome again. We are here with the Awful Service mm-hmm. Podcast it? with me, no, Matt think at it Chubby Waiter, at chubbywaiter at twitter.com. Today, might be I'm in New York gosh. City, specifically uh, Queensboro. Uh, I'm in the uh, lovely apartment of a New York comedian and highly respected physicist from McGill University, uh, Stevie Spinola. Welcome to the Awful Service Podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for having me. This is a this has been a trip. I I, I flew all the way to New York uh, just so I could uh, interview and a uh, comedian. That that that's a lie. <laughs> We're here for. I'm here with my wife for a wedding, and uh, Steve and I uh, go back and forth on Twitter. He's at Stevie McStevie and Mr. McStevie. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Underscore McStevie is my Twitter uh, handle. Mr. Unders. I apologize. Okay. Say it one more time for the audience. <laughs> no one's
2: going to care. Mr. Underscore
1: TV. There we I go. I say
2: Mr. Underscore. People are going to type in Mr. Underscore <laughs> McStevie and no one's going to mind.
1: Or oh, they're going to find someone way, way different.
2: You know, I didn't know what an underscore was until, like, very recently. <laughs> I, like, I totally thought it was underlined.
1: Uh, it's, that, that's why you went to the into theory, into physics instead right. of English. Right. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> that's
2: something apparently they were teaching at the English
1: classes, but like no' they're just they're just like, hey, you know there's, there's a multiverse, but uh, don't worry about how you present yourself on Twitter right. They don't, in, they don't have physics, social media classes. In
2: physics were all about overscoring,
1: it like <laughs> overscoring. But it's all about the Dash.
2: Right. Well, I, mean, I meant overscoring, and we're just having way too much sex being physicists. You know, overscoring.
1: We don't. We meet you, <laughs> That guy is just rolling just in, rolling the moon. in the moon, just baby. all the women. <laughs> Although that has to be a very awkward name to say during sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is speaking from experience. Right. I say, I say whatever name comes to mind. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> right. Call me Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah. This is Cosmos, bitch. When my girlfriend says Stephen, I say Hawking.
2: And
1: then, <laughs> <laughs> and just sit there with your Mac and st- speak for a while. Right.
2: And actually, I typed it in. I
1: typed in Hawking and then it's <laughs> use your Mac speak function for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. So, as we do every episode, we're sitting there talking to somebody who uh, well, now makes part of his living as an entertainer, but also had to grind his shine, had to do his thing. Um, Tell us a little about your background. Tell us a little bit about the real Steve. The real Steve, man, I on Twitter, that's me, man. That's
2: people love to tell me that when they read my tweets. Like in real life people tell me that when they read my tweets that they like picture me saying it because it's always just some like dumb nonsense. I'm full of dumb nonsense. That's my life. And I get I I don't keep jobs for very long because of this. I don't think because of this necessarily I don't know, it's I'm I'm a great worker. I'm, like, really hardworking. I get things done if they need to be done. If I see an issue, I confront an issue. That's usually the reason that I don't last at a workplace, is because if there's an issue, I'll confront it. And I'm very outspoken. I'm very, like, I don't know what the word is. Abrasive, maybe?
1: Or, as most Midwesterners would assume, New York.
2: Right. I'm New York. You know, (laughs) I just... Uh, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't like, I love nonsense, but in the workplace, there's no time for nonsense, no, and no. so I don't like nonsense, and so if I see nonsense, it's like it's got to be like my nonsense is very controlled nonsense. I feel like that really describes me. It's controlled nonsense.
1: Controlled nonsense.
2: That's I a love great it. way to describe the real Steve.
1: The, the real Steve.
2: Is <laughs> controlled
1: nonsense. Control. She got a tattoo that says I that. I should get that. Is It's okay. or just that should be your when you when you sell merch controlled nonsense. That's actually
2: really not a bad idea. You can
1: you can take that. I'm giving that to you. <laughs> that is your other uh, gift for me. Thank you, buddy. No problem.
2: <laughs> um, oh, let me see, what else about me? I, I work five jobs right now. I I trade stocks during the day. When before you got here I was trading stocks and smoking weed. I uh, I was making parody music. I make parody music. I do you know I, I make jokes. I tell jokes I do stand up. I, uh, I deliver food for Postmates. Do you know about Postmates?
1: Uh, no, I, We have similar stuff out there. It's I'm sure you have name.
2: Postmates now. Postmates has expanded to every major city. It's like... Are you in a major city? Or we're, in we're we're
1: in a minor city. Oh, okay, so there we're in those. Po- the people in our city is probably like the the equivalent of like five blocks of this neighborhood. Right. Okay. Like, so, yeah, it's not. They don't have Postmates. We're anymore. from like a <laughs> like a metro area of like a hundred thousand people. Oh, wow, that's wow. nothing. Like, yeah, don't no, trust yeah. me. We're we're looking on getting out. I went to school
2: with almost a hundred
1: thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um,
2: so Postmates is this is a thing and started in San Francisco and it's moved.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Postmates. Postmates,
2: but this is a delivery thing. This is like a it's food service industry because, like, I have to go deliver food for rich people at any time of day from Mm -hmm. from a lot of places that don't deliver food.
1: Oh yeah, we have we have the same thing in our town. It's just under a different name.
2: So and then they pay me a lot of money to do it. It's great. Sometimes sometimes they don't tip me anything. (laughs) So I'll give you an example of a time when I I wore a tuxedo because I thought it would be funny. (laughs) <laughs> These are things that I do.
1: I, I do gimmicks. I just go around doing dumb. Controlled yeah. nonsense.
2: Right. So I wore so a tuxedo. tuxedo. for a, I was at a comedy show wearing a tuxedo doing rap songs. And then after the show, I was like, oh, I'll just go make some money and deliver my Postmates. And it's like Uber. So I could just sign on the app and I just start making money. So I go to deliver to this lady. It was like a huge empanada delivery at like three in the morning. <laughs> and I'm wearing a tuxedo. And she said, get, "And it was, like, a five or six-mile drive between the destination. You know, like, that's, like, non-deliverable location. You know what I mean? Like, a delivery service would never do that, but mm-hmm. ours does. And so I get paid out for every mile that I drive. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving all these miles. It takes, like, a whole hour and something minutes to do this delivery. I get there, wearing a tuxedo. The lady <laughs> grabs the food, doesn't even, like, her face was so expressionless, like it was saddening, and I and, and she gave me a zero dollar tip, okay. <laughs> and then I just never wore the tuxedo again because I, mean, I was like, yeah, like, what a waste of a great gimmick. I, was, I thought I figured, man, who wasn't that good service getting food from a butler or something? You were missing the towel, <laughs> right? Had I had a towel and offered towel. her wine, you know, <laughs> then I would have maybe gotten the okay. tip. Yeah, you didn't call her madam. Nah, I didn't. I should have. Oh shit, I didn't think of
1: this shit like that. That's was, okay. I'm like really high when I do stuff like that. <laughs> My brain doesn't work like too high on It's it's all right. I mean, you all. It's funny. This is this is what happens when a stoner from the Midwest and a stoner from the East collide. We make a nonsensical <laughs> podcast. Controlled nonsensical podcast. Right. I think that's what I'm gonna call this episode. It's gonna be called "Controlled Nonsense." Controlled nonsense. Controlled nonsense, Stevie. I love it. <laughs> um, No, man, I've I've done the delivery gig myself. That. It's okay. You can write it down. I'm writing it down. You, so you write good. that down. It's so good. It, it works. Controlled nonsense. This is this is beautiful for the for the listener. Stevie is entering this into his phone. This is this is riveting riveting stuff. So, what do you do for what delivery stuff? Oh, I I didn't I don't deliver anymore. I was a pizza delivery guy. Oh okay, at a single place though. Yeah, single spot. But this is back. Okay, so I'm going to date myself. I'm I'm actually 32. Okay. So I'm How old pro- do you think I am? I'm going to guess you're probably like 28. Okay. I'm not
2: going to tell you.
1: Okay. You're going to tell me off air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 25. 25? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You're
2: you're
1: young and young. Really? You're you're young. I have an old soul. My back my back hurts too. <laughs> I'm only twenty-seven. <laughs> for, that, uh, for the podcast Everybody, listener, my my, you've been broken. my <laughs> wife is my wife my wife is with my wife. My wife <laughs> She is also she's also here. So she's she's my production manager and our person who keeps me on task. <laughs> she's like you're you're being stupid and then I go, Yes, yes I am sorry honey. She controls them It's true. That's be, you know, sometimes at a certain point, you just want to stop. You're just like, I want to give that control up. It'll, it'll happen. It will. You're yeah. going to be like, yeah, that doesn't sound like fun anymore. I, do. I want to give
2: control. I'm trying to find someone to it, give the control. You're up. just, you're just like, to
1: I <laughs> <laughs> then you could just be a peaceful stoner. You're just like, yeah, no, it's cool. Here you go. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I, was a pizza, I was a pizza delivery guy out of an even smaller city, if you can believe it, than, than uh, St. Cloud. For everyone uh, who listens to the podcast, it's no called
2: Saint Cloud.
1: Yes, I, I, we live in a Saint Cloud, place called Saint Cloud. There's two Saint Clouds in the United States, okay. only two. One is in Minnesota, and the other one's in Florida.
2: That's some real drug shit, Saint Cloud. I feel like that's not even like a n It's it's spelled like Claude, probably. Nope.
1: It's spelled S T C L O U D.
2: Wow, that can't even be a person's name. It's some <laughs> drug shit.
1: It's actually <laughs> it's actually named after uh city in france oh okay there's actually a saint cloud in france but
2: it was probably supposed to be saint claude
1: it's some weird shit like yeah but then a bunch of midwesterners just like you know what like, we don't really want to be pretentious so we'll just call it saint cloud right. so no but i actually deliver pizza out of a smaller town called brainerd minnesota which is like you could fit the whole population of that city in this block, probably. Okay. There's like it's a city of like thirty thousand people. Um, but I was at the high end chain. I worked at a place called Northwest Pizza and Boardwalk Bread and Bagels. And this is back in the this is back in two thousand and two. And I was getting this is back when gas was like I bought a buck a gallon a over a buck a gallon. I got a quarter of a mile for every mile I drove. I got a delivery charge and I got tips and I was getting paid minimum wage because Minnesota when it came to that, like there was no difference and I was actually technically a cook. So I was making $8 an hour plus a quarter a mile. Yeah, and I was like 18 years old. Whoa, see, that's worth it, man. They don't
2: do that here, not in New York. Everyone wants a job here, and everyone wants pizza. So they're like, the people who own the pizza places, they're like, we're gods. Right. And (laughs) we can treat you however we want. Anyone will work here, and anyone will come eat pizza here. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. He who controls the cheese
1: wheel controls (laughs) the game. Exactly.
2: That's how I feel here. No, it's true. There's there's literally a pizza place on every block, and more than one usually, and Mm -hmm. none of them are in competition. They're all successful. It makes no sense. Wow, it's insane.
1: Every every person who comes to say like, oh, I have to get a slice, mm -hmm.
2: no matter where it is. This pizza place across the street, I'm telling you, it's the worst pizza place. Like, they have the driest pizza I've ever. Literally, some of the worst pizza in the country. And to have that in New York means something. It's like these people are trying; they're like trying to give you bad pizza or something. So you said you'd rather eat
1: Domino's.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I would eat Domino's any day over Anna's pizza in Queens on Twenty Fifth Avenue. So You've been dude. put on blast. I, I blast this dude. He, he. Honestly, the dude, he's always yelling about some domain name. That's their, That's the joke. Is that, that he? Literally, anytime you walk by there, he's yelling out the window, and he's just yelling. I want the goddamn domain. There's something about that. It's always something about the domain and the domain name of some website, and we don't know what the website is because there's no website for his fucking pizza place.
1: But uh yeah, so it's probably a porn domain name. <laughs> the pizza's just a front for his torture dungeon. Yeah, you know, I don't know he's probably into some weird shit.
2: But I mean, the
1: high-end pizza place in Brainard. <laughs> Is Brainerd. Brainerd. You have to say it like a am Brainerd. Brainerd. Brainerd, Minnesota. Brainerd, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You're going to make fun of my accents. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have too much of one, but where I'm from, that's actually my hometown area. Yeah. Everyone talks like Fargo. Oh, okay. And I don't
2: actually, know that show. My roommates watch
1: it. they just like, oh, the, well, the, the show is good. Do you ever see the movie? No, I don't know. Oh, it's a Cohen movie. I know Argo. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's a very different small town. Yeah. that's that one's in Pakistan. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> they have, ironically though, they have a high end pizza channel, so they called Northwest Pizza, and Nord-West <laughs> Nord-West Bagels. They're not, they're not, they're not connected. Um, it's a little sure. different. The delivery service is, uh, you know, it's a little dicey. Sometimes you gotta wait a while for. Yeah, delivery guys only deliver once. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 This pizza is da bomb. No. no. (laughs) And I just killed the joke. No, so, so Bra- Brainerd, Minnesota, and it was, we only, d- because it was high end, and it's like a poor neighborhood. It's a pretty, It's not poor, but it's just like you said that, working class. That, it almost sounded like you said it's a porn neighborhood. It's a porn neighborhood. There's people fucking on the streets, so it's just everywhere. Pizzas, so it's a totally. expensive <laughs> delivery. It is. Well, no, it's just like, it's every porn, par- it's all the, it's, you know, with the big circle in the middle, and the guy said, I brought a hot sausage for you. It was, and, and it was tiring. I think the third or fourth delivery, you're just spent. <laughs> It's terrible. And I love that I'm telling that joke in front of my wife. <laughs> One, because then she goes, wait, you've you watched these movies? And yes, yes, aware. I have. Yes. She, doesn't <laughs> she doesn't care. She knows. Men watch porn. It's just what happens. doesn't matter if we, gay, straight, by, We've
2: train. all seen the three ninjas. We know what happens. <laughs> yes,
1: and yes and three ninjas. Basic pizza delivery porn movie. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the Hulk Hogan one though. Oh, <gasps> right
0: Good job, Chief.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I almost uh, I almost ended the podcast early by unplugging my mic. That's how much fun we're having, people, and you should be having fun listening to our weird ass conversation. <laughs> this is fun out of Brainerd, Minnesota to Queens, <laughs> New York. <laughs> Trust me, this is one of the less weird conversations that happens in this apartment. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I've, no, trust me, I've, I've gotten high and talked <laughs> yeah. about planetary existence. It's fun. Whatever. Or, you know, I guess I've never gotten stoned and, and contemplated the three ninjas, but that's... <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a big discussion in this department. Fair. fair enough. Or the, the second movie where they have to fight Hulk Hogan. Right.
2: Was it the second or the third? I think it was, was the say, second it. one. I think it might have been the second... And the third one is the one where they had, where they were inside the house and the, the burglars try to come into their mm-hmm. house when the parents yep. aren't home. Yeah, it's kind of like
1: a bad, really bad Home Alone thing. Right. And that's the one I was referring oh, to, Three Ninjas 3, Oh, fair because on. of the pizza see, delivery. Oh, uh, see, I, I'm, I'm the OG with the original Three Ninjas.
2: There may have been some pizza in that there, one.
1: There, of course there was, had because you. it was the 90s, yeah. and every ninja had to be eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Ninja Turtles, ninja, Power Rangers fucking Power ate pizza. They, they hung out at Pizza right. Giant. Yeah. Um there's street sharks, those guys, those guys ate the pizza. Have you seen the uh have you seen the oh who is it? I'm terrible. I'm having a, a non-stoner moment cuz I'm actually sober right now. Um Vin Diesel, the Vin Diesel street sharks video. No. Oh, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and watch it. He was a toy vendor back in the 90s. <laughs> And he's trying to sell these. There was like a thing that compete with the Ninja Turtles. That's funny. That's how this podcast goes. Part of the reason it's called Awful Service is half the time it's not even about the service industry. <laughs> we just go into <laughs> weird conversations and just see where it goes. But if it flows, it's fun, right?
2: Okay, so you want you to want start about the service industry? do You want to know about something that I've done? With sure. Or is that this is, this is fun. Or something that you, you know? I, okay, Evan and I. Evan is at Fro-Nusiak. This is the comedian who I travel with, and mm-hmm. we and we're, we live together. He's like he's the one who got me into Twitter. Is
1: he part of Cannibal He's
2: the can. He's the other boy. Okay. And um, we were in South Carolina on our way to North Carolina. It was like a long drive. We were, we were coming from Florida that day, so it was like an eight-hour drive or something. And uh, we 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 stopped at this Cracker Barrel, and we love Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. and because it's it's quick. It's like Home style cooking, not at all really, if you're not at home. And, um, it's, it's just like, it's just so easy. I don't know how to explain it. And you it's know what like, you're getting. You know what you get? You can sleep in the parking lot if you need to, and nobody's going to bother you.
1: You can buy Duck Dynasty gear. Duck
2: Dynasty gear. All the stuff is the same. Everything's the same at all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything is like set up exactly the same. You I know, where, you the bathroom. Bathroom no I know where the bathroom where you is. You know where the bathroom is. Every there. cracker barrel. And, uh. So And I use the same stall at every Cracker Barrel. (laughs) And I feel like I'm at home when I shit in that stall. It's your home bowl. Yeah, it's my home bowl. So we had this Cracker Barrel, and and I'm like, we actually had to go quick, because we were meeting someone for dinner in North Carolina, so we only had so much time. We had like 30 minutes to stop. We get in there, and our waitress is like, something's off about me. She's got missing teeth. Like, some of them are rotted. And I'm like, all right, it's the South, whatever. I don't know. And she works here. Clearly, they let her work here. Like, I don't know. They're not
1: saying anything. So
2: she, she just went, wasn't
1: some vagrant who walked in from the street, right. like, hey, let me take your order.
2: Yeah, I mean, and even if she was, we were pressed on time, so it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's Let's like, get some gravy. Come on. So she comes over and she's like, Can I take your order? And I'm, and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. Evan just says, I'll have the b- chicken biscuit breakfast. It was one of the pictured specials. So she's like, doesn't know what that is. She's like, chicken biscuit breakfast, and he goes, Yeah, it's it's right here on the menu. And she grabs the menu from him, or she says, like, Let me see that. And Candace it to her. She takes it and she puts it like really close to her face, and she's reading the thing that says like chicken biscuit breakfast. She's reading all like the thing from the, what's described under it, and she's like. It comes with scrambled eggs, or it comes with eggs, whoever you want, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. She's like mumbling stuff mm-hmm. about eggs and shit. Yep. And so then she just goes, How do you want your eggs? And he goes, scrambled. And she goes, Okay, what do you want? And I go, I'll have hash browns, fresh, uh, what is it? Fuck. Like? Hash browns, fried apples, biscuit. That's what it says in the menu. Mm-hmm. It just says hash browns, fried apples, biscuit. Okay. And she goes, So you want three sides? And I go, No, well yeah, I want the hash browns the fried apples biscuit. It says that in the menu. Like I would never just say that like that, like because that's not how humans talk. But
1: um if you I'll take like toast eggs hash browns. Yeah, you know, what I mean? exactly. It's, you know, I'm like So I'm thinking like what Water, how do you not know this? like
2: how do you not know this from your own fucking menu? So this lady, she goes I'm sorry, you know, it's, it's my, I'm, I'm new here and uh, I'm still getting used to the menu. I'm going to go get that in as soon as possible. And she walks away. And me and Evan are just like, whoa, what is up with this lady? (laughs) So then Evan goes to the bathroom. She comes back to the table. And she, ended, I forgot to mention, she had a pad. You know when the waitresses write on pads? Mm. She wrote so fucking slow and she wrote every word down to oh, the whole order. Way. She didn't write like shorthand. No shorthand, okay. She wrote chicken, biscuit, breakfast, with scrambled eggs, hash browns, fried apples, biscuit. <laughs> so then she comes back with the pad and she's like, I'm sorry, I can't read what I wrote here and I'm going to take it alone. <laughs> I'm at the table alone <laughs> and I can read on the pad what she had fucking written. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, reading, I'm going, no. We got the drug lady. No. You know? and, he, and she's like, I don't know what she wrote. Do you know what he ordered? Did you order the chicken biscuit breakfast, the scrambled And I go, no. He ordered the chicken biscuit breakfast and he wanted scrambled eggs. And she goes, and what did you want? And I say, Cash browns fried apples biscuit and she goes you want three sides, so and let me do it again. So then she leaves. Evan comes back and I go, I'm I'm trying to I'm starting to explain to him. I'm like, Evan, you don't know what just happened. I'm like, she came back. She couldn't read what she and he goes, she couldn't read what she wrote, and and she's coming, his eyes get wide, and he sees she's coming. And I notice that his eyes get wide and he looks at him, so I stopped talking about it. And I turn and she's there, and she's like, I'm sorry. I can't read what I wrote. Did you order the chicken? And she asked him, did you order hash browns fried apple biscuit? And I'm like, "This are you fucking kidding me at this point? You know what I mean? Like, how can she get it that wrong? So, so I say, and he goes, no, I ordered chicken biscuit breakfast with the scrambled eggs. And I go, and I ordered the hash browns fried apples biscuit. And she goes, I'm sorry. You know, I, I've had a, I'm really tired. I had a rough night. I was taking care of my sick mother-in-law last night, late into the night, and I'm really sorry. I'm going to get that order placed as soon as possible. And we're just like, whatever. Okay, just go fucking place it. You know, and then we start making jokes at the table because the next, the guy behind us at the table behind us, he says, excuse me, my biscuits, they didn't come out warm. They're cold. And she says to him, Oh, well, since I started working here, that's how they come out now. We haven't made them warm since I started working here. And Evan and I almost burst out laughing because it's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Cracker Barrel doesn't have warm biscuits? Uh, that's like the only thing that's like known to be good at Cracker Barrel is their warm biscuits. You, and I was like yo this lady's on straight drugs she's li- she's doing like heroin lies you know what I mean she was on something she was on some downer she was really fucking strung out and she was lying and I was like yo this lady is on drugs mm-hmm. so then Evan's like yo her mother-in-law does not exist <laughs> He's like, yo. if her mother-in-law is sick, maybe she's sick from taking too much Oxycontin, and I think it's contagious,
1: and I think you caught it, too, you crazy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you fucking are Some Hil- hung out. Uh, Some hillbilly heroin.
2: Yeah, so then she comes back. <sighs> she finally brings the food after, like, I mean, and she didn't place the order for, like, over a half hour, so we're late at this point, but we're supposed to be in North Carolina, we're pissed off. And I'm thinking, you know, nobody's, like, complained about this lady all day. I'm like, how did nobody say anything about this crazy fucking... And I'm like, man, people in the South are just so nice. You know what I mean? And the people that work there, to not say anything about it, they like, feel bad for her, probably. And they're like, oh, she needs the money, so we'll let her keep working here, or whatever. So lady comes back with the food, and she goes... I'm sorry it took so long, you know, I, it's been such a rough day. I haven't gotten any tips all day. And then I'm thinking, wow, people in the South are so nice that they just let her keep working here. The way they get at her is instead of, like, complaining about her, they just don't give her a tip. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you fucking assholes. So she says, we didn't get a tip all day. I was up late last night. I'm really tired. I was taking care of my sick mother.
1: Oh, so the change. story so changed. The
2: story changed. Right? Then she comes back. She goes, and then she didn't, she didn't leave at that point. She goes, do you, do you guys want any water or anything? And we're both just like, No, thank you. You've done fine. Please, like, you know what I mean? Just like, we don't need anything else. Just leave. <sighs> so then she comes back at some point throughout the meal to like, check on... She wasn't coming to check on us. I don't know what the hell. She was coming to make us feel bad so we can give her a tip or something. She she brought up again and no one's giving her a tip and it was going to be her last table. And that they've had... You know, the, the managers have told her that this is going to be her last table and she's so sorry for the service. And uh, and she says... Fuck, what did she say? I'm trying to remember what happened at the last part. So anyway, she says it's going to be our last table, blah, blah, blah. And she leaves and... I get pissed. I'm like, are you fucking joking? We're the last table? I'm like, I didn't say shit to the management because it was funny to me thinking that someone else was going to have to deal with this afterward. No, that doesn't even, that joke doesn't even get to happen. Damn it. And so I'm like, you know, when we had this bad service. We're late. And I'm like, I'm not going to give her a tip. I'm going to write a thing on a receipt, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote a thing on the receipt. I kept it. I took a picture of it. I posted it on Twitter. I gave her a good tip in real life. But in the in the story on Twitter is that I didn't give her a tip. So people on Twitter may have known about this. and be like, yeah, you didn't give her a tip. You wrote this whole thing on the, the receipt. The receipt, you can see the pictures taken in my car because we wrote the receipt in my car. And we totally were like, oh, we should post about this. It'll be a funny joke. But the reality of the situation is that I'm like a nice person. And I felt so bad for this lady too. And I was like, you know what? I was actually going through a really rough time as, as I was going through, like, a bad relationship. you taking
1: care of your mother-in-law as well? No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I wish, I wanted to be. I was, I, oh, man, I, uh, no, I, I uh, and that was, like, a, an innuendo for wanting to be on Occidenten. Um But I uh, <laughs> I um, I was going through, like, a really bad breakup with this girl that I, like, wanted to marry, and, like, she had a kid, so I was going to be, like, a stepdad, and, like, I lost, like, a whole bunch of money on the stock market and i went into this like deep like semi-month-long depression and so i was just like i don't know i just felt like it was like i didn't need the bad karma i was like i just you may as well just give this lady a tip like what is the it was like a couple dollars you know what i mean it's like what's the big deal you know and it's like to teach her like a lesson like what you know there was going to be no lesson to teach her by leaving the note you know so it was everyone won. She got the tip. She got. She. I, I don't know. They. They said it was her gonna be her Got last, paid. Right. They said it was gonna be her last shift. So me and Evan were just praying that they weren't gonna take care of her the cracker barrel way, which is like take her out back and just like, you know. So like, it's, like thank God. Everyone won, and uh, know, you know, who knows? Maybe they
1: did. Maybe they shot in the head. But um, it's the South. or they, you know right. they, that's, they, that's their prerogative. It's part of what you signed. You know? right. As at, far as my cousin, at will employment. <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> Check box. Like, yeah, he may be shot in the head if. Due to poor sir. Uh, yeah, due to poor sir. <laughs> if you're up taking care of your, your sick mother the night before, yeah. we may take you we, may we reserve you. the right to take you out back and if put you, you down like old yeller. Yeah, if you act like a sick horse, we might treat you like one. So <laughs> She got sent to the glue factory.
2: Yeah. And I know, but I, I felt I felt really good about the last week I went through Twitter and I felt really good about giving her an actual like,
1: you got to eat your cake and um, have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, I actually think or that, have your biscuit
2: and eat it. I too. think I was so put off that I, I like it. I, I'm like not great with eating, so like I think I was so put off by it that I didn't actually eat the whole meal. I was like really upset. I was like, I was like disgusted by her. <laughs> like I couldn't like yeah. Well Toothless Joni over there. You yeah, know. and she's like so close to my food. You know, I was just like, <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know oh it's uh, awful like, this is an awful time that was like oh. that was that was by far the worst uh service story i can think of from the road at least from yeah from like any time like and i think that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me at a restaurant because like it was just so like i i you know i i experienced drugs all the time and stuff so like i, I when i see people with drug problems it like hits me close to home almost because like I've dealt with lots of different drug problems, like I've dealt with different addictions and things, and um, it was like very, it was just very sickening. It was very like I just couldn't believe they let her work the whole day. It was like five p.m. at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, she would worked like a whole day. It wasn't like she just got there.
1: Is there no one else to work the lunch rush? It was in like some small town, in South Carolina. Probably not. You know? <laughs> no, probably not. This is true. <laughs> Oh, okay, we need to change time. This got real, real,
2: really quick. I did, I'm sorry. I get, I get, I get from funny to real in like six, you know, three, three point, three point oh seconds. <laughs> so. Oh, damn, dude. Um, I'm trying to think of like other funny stuff. Like I anything, I. anything like when you've worked? Yeah, when I've worked, I, you know, I've worked at like, I used to, I used to be like a bus boy in a server at this, like this pizza restaurant when I was my first job. I was like a really good employee. There weren't any great stories. From there, really, other than like, no, there's really no good stories from that place. I was just, a, that was just where I learned to be like a good worker because my boss was just such a piece of shit and it would yell at me and make me feel like I was doing everything wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I work for my I work for my grandpa. It's not like a it's not necessarily the food service industry. It could be customer service. Yeah, it's like I, I so I, I work every Christmas uh, for the whole month of December. I work at my grandpa's Christmas tree farm. Okay. In out in Long Island, and, and we we cut down Christmas trees and like put them on top of your car and so like okay. you know you need to bring a Christmas tree home for your family. There you go. So, a lot of what we do is like we drive around on tractors and we, like, just pick up trees for people that have cut down a tree already. Like, they, we give them saws and we let them go out. And sometimes people just cut trees down and just leave them there. And then, like, yeah. So, like, I try to, like, make jokes with people as they come in and, and be, like, you know, just so you know, when you go out there, you're killing nature, so only kill it once. And just, like, you know, <laughs> like, be sure you, like, you pick your victim and, like, you know, make it count. It's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that don't be a
0: serial killer yeah <laughs>
2: um so i i like and just uh a lot of times we get like one, one really like one story that really sticks out for me i can tell you a few because you know i've worked here for so many years since i was like 14 i've been working there and we work on just tips we don't i mean we get paid by the hour i guess because my grandpa's cool mm-hmm. but like i've told him like oh i don't need the money or, like whatever we make so much with tips it's insane people pay so much during christmas season <laughs> like it's like, amazing some people don't though the funny it's funny the people who don't are always the people who you do the most work for oh yeah so it'll be like some middle-aged white lady comes by herself and she's like i'm getting a tree for my family and can you get down on your knees and cut the tree down for me and then carry it to my car and then tie it to my car and then i'm gonna haggle the price down like 30 bucks and then not give the guy a tip and so that's like that's that's normally how that works black people give dope tips that's one thing i want to say about the service industry in general from my experience is every business that i have worked in i mean maybe it's a new york thing i don't know i've heard from other places that they don't and that's fine but in my experience man black people give the best tips there's one family that just gave me like a twenty dollar tip. They cut down the tree, they brought it to the front. All I did was tie it to their car, and they're just like, "Hey
1: man, twenty bucks." And it's like, "Yo, that's what's up." That's oh, what's nice. up. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I I always go by the quote of uh, "trash comes in every color." Yeah, exactly. trust me. I've been as a waiter and a bartender. And I've been I've been stiff by every color creed everything it happens Mm -hmm. it's it's part of the industry no matter what it's just you treat people the same way my best tip actually came from a black family though but it's the it's one of my favorite stories and i've never actually shared it on the podcast i worked at a place called space aliens and it's a running joke it's actually called space aliens like that's how creative they got with the title of the restaurant space aliens like like not outer space aliens no like this place it was the biggest like sci-fi cliche bs place you've ever worked at Uh, It has like barbecue pizza, not I mean barbecue, comma pizza, stuffed potatoes, wraps, and kids' food. Like alien food. Yeah, totally. Stuff you'd find on Mars. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, like uh, like, and they got really not creative with the titles, like outer space onion blossom. Oh, they got more creative with that than with the (laughs) Neptune Burger, Ah, Planet of the Zombies. I, mean, I bet you it we could think over. of some really good ones. Talk over. Like, oh, oh, I'm sitting there. I could, I could go off the top. But um, I, I once served, uh, there's a minor league football team in St. Cloud, and the coach was uh, with his son and his family, and the team were there. So I was serving like a 30-top party, total buffet style. Like we just set it up real easy. They left me, like, the tab was something like, Five hundred bucks. They left me like a hundred dollars on on that. Which is really that's a that's a really good tip. That's that's yeah. a very good tip right mm-hmm. there. They then uh one of the dudes who's there was wearing a brand new NHL oh um Alexander Ovechkin jersey. I mean, like it's like the 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 really expensive, really nice, it had the straps, everything like that and I happened to say to him, I'm like that's a really nice jersey, and that's right, right when Ovechkin was really hitting his strides. It was that big thing with him. and When he did that, that sliding girls. shot. Yeah, it was actually, this, it was not the same year, but it was like within a couple of years of that. And the guy, I get called up to the front like two minutes later. The guy hands me an Ovechkin jersey in the bag, like sealed my size. He goes, here you go, man. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Apparently, that's what you get for being nice, yeah. Man. That's what you get. For not for not judging, because Steve and I, we don't see
2: color. <laughs> no, I see so much colors. Yeah. I see all the
1: colors. I take acid, so I see a lot of color. <laughs> um, it's a sensitive subject. <laughs> 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 no, so that was that that was crazy. And like I think the value I wouldn't looked up the value of the jersey just to be sure of it. It's like a two hundred dollar jersey. Yeah. Then he hands me a business card and he's a Mercedes dealer from the Twin Cities who happened hey. to uh like it was like part of a promotion. A later, promotion. Like if yeah, you did a yeah. test drive, you get a free jersey. But I'm like, I'm like, still, dude, that's what, that would that's what's up. Treat people the way you want to be treated. That's true, man. That's why I'm not going to murder you today. Honestly, I used to do ballet. That was another job I did.
2: Notice how he just skips right. I just we <laughs> don't, don't need to keep discussing that. Yeah, you know, you know, um, I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> I I uh, I used to work ballet, mm-hmm. and like the people who I worked with who did the valet job were so bad at, like, speaking to people. Like, they were great at driving cars, stick shift. I couldn't drive stick shift, so I could only do the automatic cars. So it was like I could only get half the tips that I should have been getting, I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I was really good at just talking to people and being like, nice car. Or like, I hope you enjoy the party. Or like, whatever the event was. Or like, if they came out for a smoke, I would just have a conversation with them. And stuff like that, I would get huge tips. Crazy tips from people that were just like... Oh, thanks for like talking to me during this shitty party I didn't want to go to. You know what I mean? Like, thanks for making me feel good for five seconds while I was going to feel like shit in front of my whole family for two hours or whatever it is, you know? Nice. And so people, yeah, they they do just generally give you more back if you're just nice and pleasant to be around. It just makes sense, right? Right. You would think that people just act like that. Not in New York City, though. There's no customer service here. None. 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 Oh, I can't wait to tell you the King's Deli story. You gotta tell me the King's oh Deli God, story.
1: That's an insane that, that's let's do it.
2: Before before I tell you this story, I just want to tell you about the one drunk lady at the Christmas tree farm. Because I'm not gonna talk about the Christmas tree farm anymore. Uh, but okay, it's but drunk lady and drunk Christmas lady, and drunk, trees. Drunk Christmas lady, that's who gives you the biggest tip. This lady, <laughs> she she just wanted a tractor ride around the farm. She just she didn't want a tree. She didn't want it, she didn't give a fuck about the trees. She goes she goes, I told she comes with me, right? She goes, I told my boyfriend that you were going to let me drive the tractor. And he said, no. And I said, yeah. And he said, no. And I said, yeah. And she did that for literally like a minute straight. I swear to God. And I'm just standing there smiling with a Christmas tree, like I like got a, a Santa hat on. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. He said, no. And, it, and she goes, so you're going to let me drive the tractor or what? And I go, okay, listen, I'm not allowed to let you drive the tractor. She goes, but. What if I give you $20? And I go, okay. And as I'm saying okay, she goes, and a tip. <laughs> and like, I'm like, you didn't have to give the tip either. I would have done, done it for $2. So she went with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend got a tree, whatever. Her boyfriend, they're all wasted. They brought beer to the farm. And they, gave, they actually gave me a beer when I took them on the tractor ride at the end. So they got a tree. <laughs> the funny thing is, oh, man. That's, they, the, that's a drinking social occasion, just yeah. getting a Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, the, dude, these people, they made it like an out. They, they're, they, tailgating, they, they're tailgating. They're tailgating. They, they tailgated. They were fucking drinking before they came into the farm. There's like a parking lot, and they were in the parking lot drinking in the trunk of the car. <laughs> and so pe- people who were working at the farm were telling me, like, oh, those people finally came in. They were drinking like an hour before. And I'm like, yeah, that lady is drunk as fuck. She just told me she's going to give me 20 bucks plus a tip to let her drive the tractor. And they're like, you're not going to let her do it, right? And I'm like, fuck yeah. I don't give a fuck about the tractors. So... I'm like, I'm, I, I get them a tree. I don't even get them the tree. Someone else got them the tree. I think. So then they bring the tree to their car and they the person who brings the tree to the car is like, I'll tie it to your car for you. And like, we're really good at tying it to the car. It's like well, there's a strategy to it. Mm-hmm. For, you know, this lady, the guys, the two drunk guys, they insist that they can do it themselves. Oh. We're like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to fight with two drunk guys. We can go make more money. So we tell them it's not our responsibility at this point if we don't tie it to the car and it falls off. We're sorry. Good luck. So the lady comes back into the farm and she goes, <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a tractor ride. And I'm like, I've been here the whole time. Like I wasn't running away from the tractor ride. I wasn't. And I'm like, bring your boyfriend. Let's do it. Tractor ride. So she gets the boyfriend. The boyfriend's like, he's not going to let you do it. And she's winking at me. She's like, ah, she's like a psycho. And, and she already gave me the money. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we go on this tractor ride, we get halfway around the farm to where no one can see you, and I'm like, all right. I stop the tractor, and I let her start driving, and the two guys go, no, no, don't let her drive. She's going to kill us. The tractor goes, like, two miles an hour. So I'm, like, letting and them, they're, and they're just, like, wasted. They start giving me beers. I'm drinking beer now, driving around the farm on a tractor. We're all drinking drinking and driving around a Christmas tree farm. There's families just, like, getting trees and everything. <laughs> So I, and then we get around the farm to like another halfway point. I make her get off. We drive to the front. She gets out. My grandpa's like, what was that about? I'm like, nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and the whole, everyone at the farm's like, Yo, you'll a Drive. I'm like, yeah, it was fine. No big deal. Then like, we just keep working for the rest of the day. I'm thinking it's all over. I got 20 bucks. No big deal. Three hours goes by. It's literally like the last hour that the farm's open they're still tying the tree to their car, right? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> they refused the service. They they tied it so that they, they... Like, you're supposed to tie it so, like, your car is, like, vertical, right? Like, imagine it vertical from a top view. Yep. You tie it so that the trunk of the tree, the bottom is at the front of the car so that the leaves can all, like, blow up, you know? It's not leaves, it's pines or yeah. whatever, the branches pines. can all blow up almost. But, but we even, like, we, we close it up and bale it up in, like, a a net thing. Mm-hmm. So this guy, I don't think he even wanted the net. He didn't take the net. He just had like a big Christmas tree and they had like a white Toyota Camry, I think. Oh,
0: like, yeah. like I think it
2: was like I think it was like a two thousand two oh. Toyota Camry or something. A white oh. so the thing was scratched up like crazy, imagine. And they just put this tree on top and they tie it, they put it the right way, but it's like Slanted like diagonally, and they tie a string to the front of the tree, and they tie it literally to the grill on the front of their car. So like a uh, uh, over the over the windshield, <laughs> there's like a big rope, <laughs> and they did it like five times. So it was like a thick rope of like five ropes, like right across the center. I don't know who knows if they're alive or if they got <laughs> I imagine that they got in a big car accident and they all died, and I got a big tip from it, but. So that's the drunk lady story. So if you ever get involved with a drunk lady at any industry... Let her drive your tractor. Let her drive your tractor. Imagine a big tip. You'll get it. It's <laughs> a secret. It's a secret.
1: That's drunk, with, drunk, drunk bitches love tractor rides. It's true. Man, hay rides. Just the idea. I think they're, 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 like, they're, that's another t-shirt for you. Just yeah. drunk, drunk bitches love tractor rides. And the thing is, she did
2: love it. She was like... She, she was like... You know, because it's bumpy and stuff. And she was like... Acting like... Very promiscuous. She's acting like she's riding the the washing machine. Oh yeah, she was like, and she was getting into it, and the boyfriend, and they were making all the boyfriend was like, "You want to fuck my girlfriend?" And I was like, "I was like, don't make that joke. I will fuck your girlfriend." So
1: she was hot. She depends was on of, the tip.
2: Yeah, depends on the tip. tip what are we of talking about?
1: Um, So yeah, but uh, but do you get to watch? <laughs> that's yeah. that's extra. <laughs> do i get uh i'll tie her to the top of the car <laughs> we'll put her in the bundle
0: uh,
2: man honestly working at the christmas tree farm is like something i really look forward to i, I look forward to giving people a good service there because it's like christmas time it's fun it's like fun for
1: everyone you
2: know and you know you know even the drunk people if they die at least they had a good time before they
1: died <laughs> i just i'm just i'm still just enamored by the idea of someone tailgating like a Christmas, getting a Christmas tree, like it's a, like they're going to a Jets game or something. What? I She wants to say something.
0: I think I feel a holiday tradition coming on. <laughs> oh. I think
1: this.
2: Fair enough. Uh, so, it's going to be, it, it has to be like you guys and like one of his drunk friends
1: that like, like tango along. It makes no sense. <laughs> no, we, I, I have, you one. have one. <laughs> I have one. Oh, that's
0: good. Plenty of them. He's a
1: DJ, so he has nothing better to do. <laughs> um... You spin spinning a different version of Jingle Bell Hop, but other than that <laughs> We need a DJ at the part, they play the worst music. <laughs> um So you're telling you're gonna tell the deli story, tell now. The
2: deli story. This is a story that I tell on stage. This is like my, my famous bit.
1: Oh I don't, you don't you don't have to give your bits away.
2: No, it's it's okay. This is like this is an important story that everyone needs to know. If they come to New York, they need to never go to Kings Delhi. It's the best deli in Queens, I think. I'm pretty sure it's the best deli in Queens. People say that Cherry Valley Deli is the best deli in Queens. There's two Cherry Valley delis in Queens, by the way. And the one that I think is the best is not in technically in Queens, it's in Hempstead. It's not in Queens proper. So
1: where we're talking about the, the, deli. The, the deli. Deli, yeah. So King's Deli, I think is what it was you're saying. Yes. So I think you're, you're going to have to explain it to us, first and foremost, what the, I mean, like, okay, I, I understand the concept of a deli. Oh yeah, I do have but, to do this in a joke
2: too. Yeah. yeah, so a deli in New York is a thing, it's like a pizza place. There's more than one on every block, none of them are in competition, they're all successful. People just eat delis for lunch, and then they eat pizza for dinner. That's my theory. And mm-hmm. so all of these delis are open, and they all just serve any slab of cold meat that you could want. It sounds not that appetizing, but it's No, best, I mean, it's, it's like the corn, beef, in the world. corned beef and such. So, yeah, and such.
0: Mm-hmm. Ham,
2: turkey. Salami. Salami. Chicken breasts. They have chicken cutlets. They've cut, they cut. They do chicken, breaded chicken, and you can make sandwiches out of that.
1: So Basically anything, it's a sandwich.
2: Any meat, really any meat. They have steak sandwiches too. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't breathe right. So, the uh, deli that I go to is called King's Deli, it's here in Astoria, and they deliver 24 hours. It's only a couple blocks from my house. Mm-hmm. So I don't need the delivery. I could just walk over there, but I'm lazy as fuck. And I'm doing a lot of stuff here. A lot of times I come back from doing comedy and I have more comedy stuff I need to work on. We have videos for shows, so I'm editing Mm -hmm. stuff or, you know, just doing things at night. And I can't get out of the house because, like, I don't want to stop working on something. So I'll just call in. Right. Get in the brain. So for, like, a four-month period when I first moved to New York, I was ordering from that. When I find a place that I like, by the way, it's hard for me. I mentioned it's hard for me to find food that is, like, Eat food right, like, like and get it down easily if I'm not like high as fuck. And it's also like I don't I I, I don't know if I'm not like, comfortable with food or with the taste of food. If I don't expect it to be that taste, and then it's like a taste I'm not expecting, even if it's like okay, it can be nauseating for me. So if I find a place that I like, I'll eat the same thing from that place until I get sick of it. And it's yeah. pretty much. And the way I get sick of it is not necessarily that I get sick of it because I've had too much of it. It might be like one of them had a hair in it and then i'm like oh now i don't eat that food for how many years until i can rationalize in my mind that it's fine to eat it because it was like a fucking hair um so this deli they have a sandwich basically every deli in the northeast has this sandwich there's chicken cutlet with bacon monster cheese and barbecue sauce okay and people here love that sandwich. i don't know what it is i mentioned that sandwich on stage here it gets an applause break. it's fucking crazy so, it sounds good. Uh, every day for four months, I was ordering this sandwich. Okay. One night, I get home at like three in the morning from a flight. It was a, it was like <laughs> I actually didn't order the sandwich for like ten days. It was a bad flight. I went to England and then I had a panic attack on an airplane on the way back. I thought I was going to be put on the no fly list. It was a whole thing. Um, so I get home. Uh, I'm, on, I'm in the taxi on the way home. the airport for having this panic attack i'm in the worst day of my goddamn life i'm thinking and i'm just like all i want is my sandwich my favorite sandwich i just want my comfort food you know yeah so i call king's deli and i say king's deli can i get chicken cover with bacon mustard cheese and barbecue sauce the guy on the other end says chicken salad I say, no, not chicken salad. And and the thing was, like, my brain, I wanted to throw up inside my brain. Because chicken salad with bacon, mustard cheese, and barbecue sauce is the worst combination I can think of in the whole world. You ever watch Land of the Lost? Yeah. You know when they touch two substances that aren't supposed to mix and it explodes? I'm pretty sure that sandwich was supposed to fucking explode. (sighs) So I tell the guy, I'm like, no, not chicken salad, chicken cutlet. And he says, he repeats to me on the phone. He says, okay, chicken cutlet. And I hang up. I go home, 30 minutes goes by, lo and behold, I get my sandwich, chicken cutlet, (laughs) no, it's not chicken, it's chicken salad, with bacon, mustard, cheese, and barbecue sauce, I can't even say my own jokes right now, so I get this chicken salad sandwich, and I look at it, and I'm disgusted, and I call King's Deli, and I say, King's Deli, it's your favorite customer, Steven Spinola. I've been ordering the same sandwich every day for four months, chicken cutlet with bacon, mustard, cheese, and barbecue sauce, what's the deal? The guy on the other end says, no, you ordered chicken salad. I say, no, I didn't. And even if you think I did, the customer's always right. This guy had never heard of that before. He didn't think that. So he says, no, you're wrong. You ordered chicken salad and you have to get a new one. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've been spending, I calculated, between snacks, drinks, and food, I've been spending $450 a month at King's Deli. Jesus. That's half a goddamn mortgage payment. I deserve some goddamn respect. I've been <laughs> living at King's Deli halftime. So I tell the guy, I, you're going to lose a customer for life. You know what I'm saying? You're wrong. And he says, I'm sorry, but you're wrong, my friend. And I'm not going to do his accent. Because I take pride in the fact that I wasn't racist in this conversation. <laughs> you know which one it was, and so he you, says you're wrong, my friend. I say fuck you, in the heat of the moment.
1: We all know he was French, by the way. That right. he was a French guy. Okay. You are wrong.
2: You are my wrong, friend. my friend. <laughs> and uh, so I say fuck you. He says fuck you. Some New York City customer service. <laughs> and I say, fuck you. He says, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. We're going back and forth. It's three in the morning. I had enough. It's ridiculous. So I turn to Evan. I look at him like I'm about to do something. And I say on the phone, I say, I'm sorry, my friend, but curse on your family. <laughs> and he says, what's that mean? And I say, I don't know, but good luck lifting in my friend. And I hang up the phone in a fury. I turn to Evan and I say, "Evan, am I acting crazy right now?" He says, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> so I pick up the phone again because I hadn't tasted enough blood, and I'm like proud of myself at this point. I'm like, "Evan, look what I'm about to do." You know, so it's like, phone. I call, call King's Deli, and they say Deli, can I take your order?'" I say, "Yeah, let me get a double curse on your fucking family, you chicken salad motherfucker," and I hang up the phone. Because <laughs> you gotta play like chess; you gotta have strategy. You know what I mean? Now, this guy's got three curses on his family i don't know how like, you feel about that i wouldn't want to be in that situation you know what i mean working a night shift good luck sleeping the
1: next day my friend <laughs> my friend so, 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 it's turning to french canadian almost yeah i don't i don't
2: i don't order from king's Deli anymore that night i had a principal because i am a man of principle i'm a psycho that's what i am and so I, I i ordered chicken farm sandwich from a place called Retro Pizza Cafe. It was awful. It left a bad taste in my mouth. So I went on glitterbombs.co.uk. It's a website in England where you can send an envelope full of glitter to any address in the whole wide world. Okay. And I sent a glitter bomb to King's Deli. Nice. <laughs> and now, anytime I crave that sandwich, instead of ordering it from King's Deli because I'm a man of principle, mm-hmm. instead, I go to glitterbombs.co.uk and I send them a glitter bomb because I'm going to bring that deli down one glitter bomb at a time. And the thing is, you know, the sandwich costs $7. <laughs> glitter bombs cost $14. <laughs> I probably could have just gotten a new sandwich. Nope. But I'm crazy. And I'm making that glitter bomb money, baby, flaunting it. So, <laughs> and like uh, and like I said, all the delis are so successful here. There's like no way I can bring them down. But So I just go around telling this joke stage stage state to state country to country even if i'm in canada i tell this joke because if tourists come to new york i just don't want them to go to king's death there's so many other delis, and realistically that guy doesn't even work there anymore. probably you know he's been giving people the wrong sandwich for months he's gonna get fired you know <laughs> but i still like to imagine that every time they get a glitter bomb it's that guy that he opens the envelope and he thinks to himself this is the curse that cannot be lifted off of these deli meats. <laughs> So if you go to King's Ellie, you know, fuck you, but you're going to have the glitteriest sandwich, the most fabulous sandwich in all of New York, I promise you that, because
1: there's going to be some glitter on it. I've been sending glitter bombs for over a year. You need to get the Bag of Dicks. That's the other one.
2: That's another one. I've seen that
1: one the Bag of Dicks. The Bag of Dicks is great.
2: I started sending new – I I don't – I like the Bag of Dicks, but I like the glitter bomb just because it's so hard to clean up. Sure enough. That's the issue with that is that it's not – it's harmful, but it's not – I sent another one. There's this, I got a, I bought an Audi. I fucking balled out and bought an Audi before I lost all my money and now I have to pay for it. It sucks. But uh when I went and bought it, the guy who I bought it from, he gave me the wrong car off the lot. Like it was like it wasn't it was at an Audi dealership. It wasn't like a used dealership where yeah. it could have been a mistake. It was insane. It was like a once a lot of like once in a lifetime circumstances happened to me. And uh so this guy gave me the wrong car off a lot of a whole ordeal it took like a week for me to get the right car when they gave me the right car it had like a huge scratch on it i'm pretty sure he didn't give me the right one because he had scratched it up <sighs> so it was a whole thing they, they ended up sending me like i think i got a few people i got i got at least the one guy the manager fired from that outer dealership because he, he offered me a legal study. He offered me tinted windows as a compensation for the bad service and i was like you're offering me criminal activity for your bad service? Thanks. So I called Audi headquarters. I was like, you know, this guy needs to be out. Right. And so, he needs to be Audi. I'm pretty sure he's Audi. Uh, the guy who sold me the car, though, he still works there because the, they sent me a postcard from the dealership with his name on it being like, thank you for, you know, buying an Audi from this salesman, blah, blah, blah. I hope, for, like, pretending it's like a personal thing. He hopes that you have. A great holiday, whatever. So over Christmas, I sent a spring-loaded glitter bomb to the Audi dude. I shouldn't say this online. Uh, I, I sent. Isn't
1: this, they're never gonna listen gonna to this podcast. podcast? Maybe one day if I get really famous and they or, look at Or this take when this is when I get the merit oh, levels. Yeah, if this takes off, you never know. It's I'm I'm gonna be the next Kevin Smith. You never know. I'm, I'm already I'm, I'm already chubby.
2: You're already chubby.
1: I got a beard.
2: You got a beard. Yeah. Uh, once you, you get out of the Midwest, you gotta get to the coast. That's it. You gotta everyone keeps coast. saying that. Everyone's gonna say that forever. You gotta get to the coast. Yeah,
1: but global warming.
2: <laughs> Even global warming, you should go to Montreal. Then that's the only place that's gonna be survivable. And uh, if if all the water get some goes. good poutine. So
1: but you get some good poutine, maybe. Some that dry.
2: that dry. I don't like beer. I hate beer so much.
1: I know that was just the funniest thing. I'm like, why would you? why would you market a beer as dry
2: yeah dry ale yeah it's like a big thing there
1: dry ale. dry dry, beer yeah that's going to quench your thirst i think
2: it's actually the dry ones are like 12
1: percent yeah that that's the thing but the mark but just the fact all i I, and of course it's in french so i'm just like it just says Lebat dry on it and i'm just like this does not sound refreshing at all
2: i think it's marketed towards like college kids and and honestly in canada (laughs) <laughs> i think it's, it's strange there's a more prominent community of
1: like lower level drinkers they're mm-hmm. they're proud of it yeah 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 very proud to be like drinking shit we're we drinking swill and we're proud
2: people in new york actually are proud to drink pbr for some reason
1: it's ironic
2: yeah but they do that in canada so they drink pbr well.
1: it's so funny because like where we're from it's it's like Hicks. That's what all the like the country folk. The you Natty
2: Light. You Natty Light. No, no, no that's not like the college kids. Right? That's college beer. That's very popular
1: college. That's a college beer. No, I'm 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 all on the I'm on the craft beer thing. I, I drink the okay. Snooty. I drink the Snooty stuff. Snooty
2: craft beer. I'm a yeah. Snooty winer. I yeah. drink I drink uh, Cabernets from the castle.
1: Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, from, from the vineyards, from Barons. These were this was personally breathed upon by our witness
2: <laughs>
1: personally breathed upon. i love that Bye. this was this was signed upon and we we sat and watched it for a while before we decided to stomp the grapes <laughs> this <laughs> bottle of wine is 800 dollars
2: yeah that's, dude this honestly wine is fucking crazy I collect one. That's what I do. I collect, yeah, so you don't even drink it. You just a lot of it You admire
1: drink. the wine that's been admired.
2: You can you, so the way it works is it's good for up to like a certain number of years. Oh yeah. And then it turns to vinegar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you want to keep it like up until like the two year period to that point, and it gain some of them gain value. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And expensive wine collectors will buy them from. It. So there's like this one vineyard that I went to. And that place, great service. If we're going to talk about service, holy smoker rooms That was the best service I've ever had. They just take you on this tour around a castle, yeah. and then they, like, feed you any wine you want to try. Uh-huh. Like, you get to choose six wines, and you can choose from any – it didn't matter the price of the wine. You can choose the cheapest ones, or you can choose the best ones, and it didn't matter. And if you told them that you were going to, like, buy wine, they let you try more.
1: Nice. Yeah. and yeah. you then you were like – to we'll try all the expensive ones. Yes. Where is your clearance rack?
2: What, no, but this is what I thought. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna buy I was like, I'm thinking of buying a case. I was am like, thinking of buying a case. So he's like, Yeah, try all these really expensive red wines, see which one you wanna buy, the most expensive one you wanna buy that. And I'm like, How much is the case? He's like a thousand two hundred dollars. I'm like, Yeah, no, definitely not buying a case of wine for a thousand two hundred dollars. You fucking
1: crazy and That was like discounts, you know what I mean. <laughs> that was with like a ten yeah, percent per yeah. bottle discount, uh, probably something like
2: that. It was more than that. I think it was like twenty percent. Damn. Yeah, because if you buy it at the vineyard, you get a like huge discount. Right. Um. So I was buying. I bought like a two thousand. It was in two thousand fourteen. I bought a two thousand twelve wine. So you weren't getting it until two thousand
1: fifteen. So I had to wait like a
2: year and a couple yeah, you put months a, to res- get a
1: Reservation on it. Yeah, man.
2: Damn. fucking crazy. And they, the reason I bought that particular bottle was because the bottle from 2009, where there was like similar weather conditions, pro- produced like the, one of the best wines in the world um, for that year. And so I was like, okay, with similar weather conditions, it'll probably be a great wine. And 2012 ended up being even better.
0: Nice. So I got, yeah,
2: I nailed it. And then uh, they, I said, and I have some 2009s as well because every year, Every two years, they, like, double in value. So it's, like, a $60 bottle is selling for, like, $120, especially when the 2009, right? So, like, in 2016, how many 2009s are left? It's a very drinkable wine. People are drinking it. Rich people are drinking $60 bottles, you know? So they gain value. Just a little insight for your listeners, you know, in case they're thinking of buying wine.
1: This is the awful service and wine investment podcast.
2: I'm all about with
1: Steven Spinola. (laughs) But you don't he doesn't drink fucking Merlot.
2: Right. I don't drink Merlot. I I I would, but I just don't.
1: I'm sorry, that was just my bad sideways joke.
2: (laughs) I I know a guy who drinks only Merlot, and we like, yeah, we just are like, we just don't drink each other's wines. Fair enough. Yeah, it's fine.
1: At least no one touches your wine at the party, then. Right, it's true.
2: Yeah, when I'm, when, you know, when I'm not giving five star service, I'm drinking
1: wine at parties. Fair enough. <laughs> and there's someone, some guy in the corner drinking Pinot Noir, like "fuck you guys." Yeah, fuck both yeah. you. And then there's a some... Shiraz. <laughs> I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink some Chardonnay and take some Xanax like a housewife.
2: <laughs> That's my mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we know who we get. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Oh, this has been fun man yeah this has been, a lot this, has been this has been good well uh How long is it? We we've been we've been doing this for a while we're gonna to have to edit some of it out because of sci- uh, uh, science it's because of science because <laughs> we're talking about physics that's a call back to the physics part with miku kaku i can't say his name right yeah, he's, a, he's a theoretical physicist he has like a radio show and he's like uh after after bill nye and uh neil degrasse tyson he's actually one of the most known like science celebrities right what is he, what is he like what is he's he like doing? the guy who's really big about the multiverse like theoretical uh, he's theoretical uh, okay yeah i theory i believe in all that you gotta believe it's it it's not it's not less plausible than some of the other shit out there and in fact i'd buy that more than some of the other things that people try to explain our universe with.
2: When I get bad service, I imagine that there's another universe where I'm getting okay service.
1: And then there's another another universe where you're the one serving that person, and then there's another universe where you're a dog, and there's a guy, and... I don't know. That would be kind of cool because the idea, isn't it the idea that if there's a multiverse that there's every theoretical universe could possibly exist? Right. Except the one where I'm getting good service. That's how no. I like to imagine it. No. So. <laughs> not, not at all. Every universe, you're just going to go back to some poor woman who had to take care of her mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> all exactly. And you know,
2: I want to say, because we're ending this now, I do want to say that service in the South is extraordinary mm-hmm. and is what made that experience such a like disheartening and disgusting experience is because of like it went from like being 110% service to negative 10% service in that moment. It's a 120 you, swing. Right? Exactly. Just a huge, a huge 120 swing. <laughs> yeah, one of those popular 120 swings you're always hearing about. You
1: hear about them hear about all them, the time. And now
2: you get to know about
1: them. You should just go to the Midwest we get passive aggressive service. Oh, okay. It's just like Hey, how you all doing? Can you give me some Pepsi? Because we're and all talking And they Pepsi. just talk shit about you? No, friend. no, but they just sit there with that, like, you don't know what they're doing. It's called Minnesota Nice. Oh. It's a real thing. Interesting. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that. Over. Just that accent, I can imagine. Oh, it's it's just like, it, they'll say something mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I don't know if you should get that. It's like Sarah Palin. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Palin, the thing about that is she, it's like, I know people from Alaska. They don't sound like that. Why does she sound like that? I think she's really she trying to sell them. herself to the center of the country that kind of talks like that. In Wisconsin, Minnesota, oh, maybe. Iowa a little bit. Like that center flyover states because you guys could give two shits about the, where the food's grown that you eat. But uh, the, the people kind of talk like that. It, mm-hmm. It's not as prevalent it, it, as the internet has helped with that and we've been able to have interstate highway systems and flights to get out of there but uh Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's you you find it more with like the 50 plus crowd oh that's great though if you ever find like a nice 60 year old waitress from minnesota it's hilarious
2: Hmm. You're, you're in south dakota i
1: i've been i actually my parents own a house on the minnesota border from Sioux Falls.
2: Okay, so you ever perform at Rookies Sioux Falls.
1: I've never performed there, but I've been there.
2: Okay, I I know I, I used to know the book. I don't think it exists anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I'm not. I'm not trying to. I, I think. Uh, I don't think South Dakota has a burgeoning stand-up comedy yeah, no, scene. No, exactly. Yeah. But, I, don't, uh, I don't think you're Larry the Cable Guy enough for that right, crowd. Right. Yeah. And it's not to say like they're actually getting really big. They they a uh, city uh, city group actually has a huge facility there but uh yeah south dakota that's where,
2: that's where all my business with city goes through like, yeah yeah like, well,
1: it's yeah it's it's crazy but like yeah it's just really rural and still like it's kind of westy but it's not like it, they, that's not like the midwest it is and it isn't it, south Dakota's kind of that's it's
2: really the only experience i have like in my adulthood with the midwest
1: oh fair enough like you should probably look into like uh the joke joint in St. Paul is a really good venue. Acme is really hard to get into. This is this is just great. One, there's a guy named Ken Reed, I think, mm-hmm. who runs one of them. Yep, uh, Ken Reed, I think, is actually out of. Uh, I think he actually does a joke joint. I don't think he's. I'm, I, I might have to edit that out so, so I don't um, burn bridges. Um, I'm terrible with names. I'm like your bill. <laughs> 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 All right sam uh no but uh, i think it's how we uh 86 the podcast yeah. but uh any plugs you want to you get oh, into um
2: <clears throat> mr McStevie on twitter you can find me steven smola steven i do uh i'm making a lot of music lately a lot of rap music music about food and stuff me and my roommate we have a rap duo called late night snack where we just like rap about food and stuff, so you can find that all if you just search Steven Spinola SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and then just shows on my website. Check it out.
1: They're gonna be dropping their next hit called "Fuck Kings Deli."
2: <laughs> actually, that's not a bad idea.
1: Just, just, I think you should make that a battle rap song. That's
2: actually a fucking good idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving this kid, this cat, I gave him two golden, two golden ideas. I'm just, they are yours. Worth it. Word. Um, <laughs> totally. Well, uh, it's time to eighty six podcast. Uh, I go by at Shubby Waiter at Twitter. Follow me. I, I mainly make stupid jokes towards Steven Spinola and do hashtag wars on um, on the Twitters. But I, I I do some other interesting stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I got blocked by Jen Kirkman. Did you
0: actually? Yeah. For what?
1: Saying that I wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton. That's it. Uh, I, well, yeah, I, I, she, she kept calling me, like, she called a bunch of people Bernie bros, and I said, well, I actually have issues with her policies, and if I was had to vote for a woman, I'd vote for Jill Stein, and she said that I should wa- wipe the smug look off my fucking face and blocked me then.
2: Whoa, Jen yeah, so, Kirkman, No, yeah. I don't know her, so I don't, I've never, I don't actually know, I can't even put a face to that.
1: She's She's, she's got, got a, a Netflix special. She
2: just got one, right? She's budding yeah. now. I think, yeah. I think I actually saw her when she first got her late night special, she was actually really fun.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so follow me and don't, don't block me. Like, don't be, a, don't be a Jen Kirkman. Right, and, uh, shout out to, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go to eat, uh, it's a Facebook group. They're also a website. Uh, I love them and hopefully they'll start promoting me. So, uh, this has been the office service podcast and as always tip your fucking waiter.